Hello, this is Cody Sturgill, the pastor at Chilhowee Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily, a daily broadcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. It's so important we put God's Word into our hearts and our lives, and we pray that this message from God's Word will be a blessing and help to you. Deuteronomy chapter number 8 tonight in your Bibles. Beginning in verse number 1, the Bible says, All the commandments which I command thee this day shall ye observe to do, that ye may live and multiply, and go in and possess the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness, to humble thee, and to prove thee, to, to know what was in thine heart whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. We'll pick up again in verse number 3. But the context of the scripture is this. The nation of Israel has been, uh, they missed their opportunity because of their faithlessness to go the 11 days journey straight into the promised land. Instead, they've spent 40 years wandering in the wilderness. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a difficult time. It's been a missed opportunity. And all the people that were 20 years of age and older uh, who were led out of Egypt, they die in the wilderness. Now, Moses is being used of God to prepare the people for life on the other side of Jordan, uh, a life of blessing. And you think, uh, do you have to prepare to be blessed? Do you have to be prepared for the blessing of God? And the answer is yes. Have you ever noticed that it's really easy, it's really easy to forget God when everything's going real good. Have you ever noticed that? Here's what the Bible says. We continue. Verse number 3. And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knewest not, neither did thy fathers know, that he might make thee know that man doth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doth man live. Thy raiment waxed not old upon thee, neither did thy foot swell these forty years. Thou shalt also consider in thine heart that as a man chasteneth his son, so the Lord thy God chasteneth thee. Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, to walk in his ways and to fear him. For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks, of water, of fountains and depths that spring out of valleys and hills a land of wheat and barley and vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land wherein thou shalt eat bread without scarceness. Thou shalt not lack anything in it, a land whose stones are iron and out of whose heels thou mayest dig brass. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day, lest when thou hast eaten and art full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied, then thine heart be lifted up and thou forget the Lord thy God which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage. 
who led thee through that great and terrible wilderness, wherein were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of Flint, who fled thee, who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which thy fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at thy latter end. And thou say in thine heart, My power and the might of mine hand hath gotten me this wealth. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he sware unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And it shall be, if thou do it all, forget the Lord thy God, and walk after other gods, and serve them, and worship them. I testify against you this day that ye shall surely perish. As the nations which the Lord destroyeth before your face, so shall ye perish, because ye would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord your God. And in this passage of Scripture, this chapter of Scripture, God is literally preparing his people for blessing. For blessing. Uh, You've probably seen it. I've seen it many times. You meet someone in the depths of despair. And they can think of nothing but turning their life over to God. And they begin to obey God's word. They begin to honor the Lord with their lives. And blessing naturally comes. It's amazing how this works. You obey God. He blesses you. But somewhere in the midst and near the conclusion of obeying the Lord, when everything is right and good, the same person that was crying out, begging God, when everything gets better, you'll meet them one day and they'll be arrogant. You'll meet them one day and they'll have forgotten the Lord. And you'll meet them one day and they've stopped going to church. And you'll meet them one day and they've stopped reading God's Word. And you'll meet them one day and... They're not thankful anymore because everything is just fine and dandy. I'm reminded the first time I ever went to New York City, I was uh, in college. I was had just started my sophomore year, and uh, it was September 11th. We'd gotten news during the day at school that uh, that the trade towers had been attacked, and there was terrorist attacks all over our country. And uh, I remember having a great burden in my heart for all that was going on on that day in September 11th. I'd been in a quartet and been singing, and our pastor, Clarence Sexton, had an idea. He said, he said, let's sing, the, let's send that quartet and some men with uh, trailer loads of supplies and water, and let's go to New York City. And you guys can sing in uh, fire halls and police stations. And uh, we did just that. I remember them calling me out of class and said, Cody, will you go to New York? And I'm... I'm a redneck from Chilhowee, Virginia. I'd not ever dreamed I'd ever go to New York City. And I'd already seen it on TV. And the uh, the trade towers had been had collapsed. And we didn't know when the next terrorist attack would come. And I remember agreeing, but thinking, as we pulled out of the parking lot there in Powell, Tennessee, in a van, I remember thinking, I may never, uh, I may never see this place again. I was serious in my heart. Uh, I saw Ruth, and I was like, I may never see her again. We were just dating at the time. And uh, I took off to New York City. And I remember the first time I ever saw the skyline of New York as I was coming through into New York City out of New Jersey. And all of South Manhattan was lit up aglow because the trade towers and that whole big block was on fire and burning. And uh, I remember the next morning early getting up and hauling waters into into 
uh, into Manhattan. And I remember going out with backpacks full of tracks and taking the American flags. We had American flags everywhere you could stick an American flag. I had, we had American flags. We were passing out Bible tracks and American flags. And everywhere you went in New York City, if you told somebody, I have good news that Jesus will save your soul and there's hope for this world, would you like to talk? I'm talking the biggest Yankee, New York City thug you could ever imagine. They'd sit down on the side of the road with you and talk about Jesus. They were receptive. And the people were praying and seeking God. And it was, it was exciting. And I was there after September 11th, on September 13th and 14th and 15th. We were there over a weekend and about Tuesday of the next week. You know what we saw? The temp, the temperature of the hearts of the people changed. Within just a few days, people began to forget that they were in such a bad way. Things had kind of started settling in, and they had enough food, and they had enough water, and they had some safety and protection and some promises that they had been able to stop these terrorist attacks. And you know what happened to the spirit of the people? They went from begging God to, eh, we're all right. We're good. And apart from a little section in lower Manhattan where they've rebuilt the One World Trade Center and these memorials, so much of what you find when you go to New York it's very just a little foggy memory in the back of their minds when they so needed God. Now, that's extreme, but we do the same thing. We do the same thing. Man, we get in places and spots where if God doesn't do something, we're sunk. How many of you have been in one of those situations? If God doesn't do something, I'm sunk. And you've cried out to the Lord and you've sought the Lord and He's been faithful. If you've been there and you've seen God prove himself, don't forget it. How many of you are like me and you have a whole lot to be thankful for? Me too. Let's not forget to pray to the Lord when we're full. Look what the Bible says in this passage. Verse number 10. When thou hast eaten and art full... Then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he hath given thee. What, is, what does the Lord say? When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God. You know, we've got a habit in our world, and it's a good habit. I'm not certain I can defend it biblically that we have to pray before every meal. But I will say it's a very, very good idea. To stop every time you pray and thank the Lord. In a public place, stop and thank the Lord. In a private place, stop and thank the Lord. You know, we thank Him, we pray before our meal, but maybe we should start doing something in addition to that. Maybe we should stop when our bellies are full and everything's good and thank the Lord again and remember to pray 
And remember that we need the Lord. When we have enough money to pay the bills, we need to thank the Lord because it's God that gave us enough money to pay the bills. When we have enough health to make it through a day, we need to stop and thank the Lord because it's God that gave us the health and strength to make it through the day. When we have what we need, when our children have what they need, when we're blessed beyond measure, may we never forget to stop and thank the Lord when we're full. Tonight's message is simply titled this, Pray When You're Full. Pray when you're full. You see, in 40 years of Israel's history, they had learned that they had to trust in God. Every morning they had to walk out of their tents and get manna from heaven. The word manna literally means, what is it? That they walked outside the first time that the Israelites, in the wandering, they, they saw this white substance that had fallen to the ground. When they saw it, they said, manna. It's just like us walking out of our tents and saying, what is it? So it just stuck. So they ate what is it for all the, for 40 years. They ate what is it. And they didn't know what it was, but it was angels' food. God had sent it from heaven. They'd learned they had to trust in the Lord. They didn't, they weren't industrious at all. God fixed it so that their shoes didn't wear out. God blessed them. The Bible says their feet didn't swell. They didn't grow out of their shoes. God took care of his people and they had to trust in in the Lord. And in those 40 years, God taught them that they need to call on him and they were getting ready to cross over. They're getting ready to go into the Jordan River. And affluency and privilege and opportunity and blessing was something that God was trusting them with. But he was reminding them that not everybody can handle it. And when you get what you've been looking for, when you've got blessing, don't forget that it's God that gave it to you. Pray when you are full. Pray when you're full. Number one, pray when you're full. Number one, so you don't forget obedience. Pray when you're full so you don't forget obedience. Verse number 11, the Bible says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Folks, I want you to know something. If you are enjoying the blessing of God, you are not enjoying the blessing of God because you have been consistently neglecting to obey His Word. If you are enjoying the blessing of God, it is a result of you effectively and consistently obeying the Word and the will of God. We trust this message from God's Word has been a help to you. We're studying through the people of the Bible. And I want to let you know of a resource we have available at Chilhowee Baptist Church. It is a sermon series on the people of the Bible. Volume 1, the first 13 sermons of this series are available in full length. You can get those by reaching out to us at chilhowiebaptist.com.